Hello everybody, my name is Sol and I'm the host of Another Tale Podcast. Welcome back, sorry for the long break. I am joined today by my co-host, uh, Zylo, the Mano Kid over there. Um, and our two guests today, Rainbow Cat and Cosmo Cosplay. Hello. Hey. Uh, so today we've, uh, we've known both Rainbow Cat and... Well, Xylo's known Cosmo longer than I have, but we've known them back when they were minors, and now that they're both adults in the community, so we thought it would be kind of, kind of cool to get like a before and after take on yeah. how it is in the it, community. I know I've known at least um, Resi for forever is what it feels like. I know we've been in different chats together and things like that, and I've known Rain for uh, at least like over a year now. It's been a good day, because I know I met you yeah. in person first at, what was it, Grand Rapids what Comic happened? Con? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so I know so we cool. had talked briefly before that, so that just shows our history, and I've known Soul for, I don't even know how long now, so yeah. Yep. I and... know I pulled Ray into that chat probably at least a year ago. Yeah. Time flies. The silent child. Like, so so long i can't mm -hmm. even remember like the first time that i met either of you well I'll, either like all three of yeah. you <laughs> it feels right? like it's been like since i i don't know since i like actually really got into the furry community i think is when i met rosie which was really really cool because she was also the first one that i met that was like really nearby that was yeah, super was early really on cool. amino <clears throat> oh yeah right. definitely See then, um, Resi, were you in the chat when I joined my current chat that I have? Current one? Because I know I joined that chat when I was like 15. And I've oh, owned the chat for like three um, years. Back when it was like a public chat? Yeah. Yeah, I think I had joined it and then you immediately changed it to the other chat. Yep, yep, because... Okay, so then I was probably in there longer than you because it was owned by some other people and then eventually they gave ownership to me. So, okay, that makes sense. But all right. So, to kick off the show, let's we kind of did a little bit of basic introductions. Um, let's I guess let's do a little bit more Cosmo cosplay. You do both artwork, uh things like Fursuits, uh, fursuit props, a lot of badges and uh, buttons. you got an Etsy shop of your own. A lot mm -hmm. of goodies over there. Uh, and then Rainbow Cat, uh, also a great artist over there. Thank you. Uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about what it is that you do in the furry community? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I like to say that I am a person of many mediums. I do really everything under the sun. I do photography, tattoo design, illustration, costume design, I sculpt, I do digital 3D work, so it's really all over the place for me. I'm mainly known for my cosplay and my fursuits, so that is my biggest thing. So you can go to CosmoCosplay.com, my entire gallery is there, but mainly in the furry, um, in the furry community. I, like I said, I do costumes, but then I also do panels about teaching people how to make costumes and other things like that, so I'm really all over the place in it, but it's, it's a majority of my life. I, um, I'm mainly, like, a digital artist. I, I tried to, like, get into other sort of, like, mediums, and that didn't really work out. 
Um, but sometimes I also do like physical badges, like traditional art and stuff. But I'm mostly just a digital artist. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what is it that got you guys into the uh, furry community? What what uh, what kind of got your toes wet? Um, I know I have a very, like, basic furry introduction story. So I was, I was 13 and I saw a fursuit online and I had always been very, like, artsy and things like that beforehand. My mom and I always went nuts on Halloween, but I was like, oh, I, I want to make one of those, you know, I thought it was really cool. And so literally I remember, like, that day or the day after my mom took him to Joanne's. I got some super cheap fur, and I started costume work almost immediately. And then after I started building that costume is when I discovered more of the furry community. And that's when I started on Instagram and things like that. So really, it is the costumes that directly pulled me into the fandom. But um, the community and everything like that is definitely what has made me stay. And obviously the fact that it's my job, which is awesome. So yeah. For me, I kind of, I have a basic story too. Um, mine started with Warrior Cats. Um, oh yeah. I, <laughs> I used to make like Warrior Cats OCs and it's, all of my art like from when I was really, really younger was always like feral style animals. And I started making a few werewolf OCs mm -hmm. that were they were basically furries, and every time someone would say, that's a furry, I would say, no, it's not, what are you talking about? I'm not even a furry. But slowly, I kind of got, like, more immersed into the fandom by, like, joining other Warrior Cats groups, and My Little Pony is also another thing that got me into it. Um, so I just kind of, like, slowly integrated myself into the fandom more, and that's where I met, like, a majority of my friends, and... Um, I started, like, focusing my art more on furry, really, like, furry anthro stuff, which made me able to make it my job, and that's, like you said, that's also another reason why I stay, not only because it's my job, but also just because I have, like, a, I have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, great. It's doesn't matter how you got here, it's just that you're here, you know? As long as you're here, people enjoy you and you enjoy it. Doesn't matter. Uh, so how long have both of you been in the community? Um, so I'm 20 now, and I started when I was 13, 14, so looking at six or seven years. Yeah, I have no idea how long I've been in the <laughs> Phantom, honestly. Um, probably middle school-ish to, like, freshman year, maybe. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I'm 18 now, so maybe four or five years? I have no idea. Alright, so yeah, pretty pretty good retention on both of you guys. I know I know there's a few people that kind of just pop in, pop out, and mm -hmm. haven't really heard or seen of them since. Uh, so outside of, you know, the job portion of it, the career portion, what is it that makes you guys stay? Um, probably my friends. You know, like, of course I have some non-furry friends, but... A majority of the people that I talk to on almost a daily basis are furries. And again, not to go into the job aspect, but I'm usually sharing my artwork or something like that. And that's what draws me to continue to talk to these friends outside of a work relationship. Um, I'm, I'm kind of an interesting furry in the sense that I don't really consume a ton of furry media, per se. Like, for example, on TikTok, you know, 
I I almost never see like a furry fursuit TikTok on my feed, even though I do deeply enjoy it and things like that. So in a way, I'm kind of like a false furry because it's not something that I do pass. Oh, it's hard because I do it every day, you know, for work and things like that. But outside of that, I don't always partake in a lot of things. But at the same time, I do follow a lot of furry creators and things like that. So I'm kind of all over the place, as you can tell. <laughs> I'm, pro I'm the same way. Like, um, of course, the reasons that I stay, uh, my friends, because I have made such, like, amazing friends like you guys in the fandom mm -hmm. that, like, mean so much to me. And um, another thing is fursuiting. It really means a lot to me just because it gives me, like, a little bit of an escape here and there. And it's just a really nice, like, activity to kind of, like, it's like a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. And like uh, Lotus said, I'm <clears throat> the same way on, like, social media. Like, I follow a lot of furry creators, but I don't really, like, interact with, like, the furry media mm -hmm. as much as I feel like I should. Um, yeah. It's mainly just, like, my friends that I interact with on there. Like, on, like, the furry side of the internet. And... Right. I feel, like I, I feel like we're very similar in that yeah, aspect of it. We, we both cosplay, we both have, like, a certain, I want to say, like, look about us, you know, like, alt yes. goth GF, you know, it's, yes. it's definitely over there. So we are very similar in that sense. So I'm also not surprised that we are kind of on the same level of free <laughs> media and, like, cosplay and anime and things like that. Yeah, like, a majority of the people that I follow online are alt cosplay yeah. gaming stuff not mm -hmm. really furry stuff but i mean it, it's still like if like i'm not the type of person to like stay away from furry media mm -hmm. like if it comes to me then i'll i'll like it and like comment and interact and stuff yeah. but I just i don't really am on that side of the internet no. as much and I feel like, too, cosplay and fursuit work and just, like, being a furry in general are very intertwined. You know, Definitely. whether you're cosplaying a character that's from a video game or your own character, you're still putting on this, I want to say, performance of being someone else. And there's still that escapism. Definitely. And mm -hmm. so I feel like the more that I'm in both of those fandoms, the more I realize how intertwined they are. Definitely. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. A lot of cosplayers I follow, I actually had no idea that they were furries until like their fursuit popped up on their feed mm -hmm. and they're like oh by the way guys i'm a furry and it made me happy like wait me too yes i love that yeah that's definitely one thing about the furry community and the communities that kind of surround it it's so intertwined with so many things and once you get so far into it you just can't really get out <laughs> at least not easily like you're trapped yeah like That's you true. got friends in there and if you're like me and a couple others you know you got a significant other or fiance or something like that or you know you have these few thousand dollar fursuits that like you're not gonna get rid of those obviously no can't just throw that one away yeah uh xylo do you have anything to add you've been pretty quiet over there well i've just been kind of letting you talk i mean this is technically your show so yeah um <laughs> but you are the co-host today I will actually say that, yeah, uh, Ray and Lotus, you two are pretty much extremely similar. That's why oh, I yeah. think you in the first place, is because y'all pretty much got that same aesthetic going on. 
We do. We definitely <laughs> yeah. need to like go host stream or something like that soon. Oh, so, I would love to. Yeah, this would be a lot of fun. So I will definitely say that I wasn't really too surprised that you guys pretty much have the same answers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just have gotten like one person on here today. Yeah. There's not two, there's just one. <laughs> like, especially Ray on your Instagram. You're not really exclusively furry on there at all. Oh no, I'm all over the place. I'll post yeah. like art, cosplay, fursuits, right. and just like regular stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just See, I always wanted to do that to my Instagram, but my Instagram is too far gone in the aspect that oh. it's like a business thing. So now if I start posting other things, like I don't want to lose followers and things like that because I know right. the people who do follow me want one thing, so I stick to that. Gotta totally have a second account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I do have a second account, and it doesn't have as many followers, but it's definitely more fun in that aspect of being myself first. Here's my artwork, you know, but... I understand that. I tried to have... See, on my main TikTok, that's where... I mean, that's where all of my followers are. But mm -hmm. I have a second account that I tried to make it just for fursuit stuff. And I, I can't, like, stay active on that. I just... Yeah. It's hard for me to, like, switch accounts. And sometimes I just want to show the following that I have. Like, hey, look, this is another part of me, by the way. And I hope right. you guys like it. And I think that's what I do with my Twitch. Like... I definitely did want to game and stuff on here, but at the same time, I do artwork, I do podcasts like this, so my Twitch is like the one platform where I just put everything and people consume what they want. <laughs> the kitchen sink just kind of catches everything. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. So, on to the more main topic. Uh, how were things in the community while you guys were a minor? Like, just a general, we'll get more in depth as we go, but just mm -hmm. generally, how were things? Um, interesting. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. Um, I, I was never the child to be on, like, forums and things like that online. In a way, I want to say I was quote-unquote sheltered because I didn't have internet a majority of my life growing up. So I was never on certain websites that maybe other people had been on but at the same time I know I was on Instagram and things like that and I guess like I said the best way I can describe it was interesting you know trying to find other like-minded people that weren't always adults was kind of hard and eventually I did find that group of people but it definitely took a long time to get there. That's uh, one of the things I feel like we are completely opposite. I grew up on the internet, like, yep. 100% of the time. Um, for stuff like the furry community specifically, I feel like it was interesting, too, because, like, I um, I feel like the first, like, actual furry community I actually, like, got into was YouTube um, mm. and, like, the art animation meme community. Um, I kind of went on there for a little bit, and... It was mainly just a bunch of kids my age, like, 11, 12, 13, mm -hmm. um, all just, like, posting the same stuff, and, like, it, it felt like it was a really neat community, but it wasn't really, it was really, really big, but it was really hard to, like, form friendships because it's YouTube, yeah. you only interact with comments and videos. Um, and then I kind of moved on to... This one's a little bit obscure of, like, a furry community thing, but iFunny mm. has a weirdly large yeah. furry community. 
Um, I actually first ended up in the, like, dragon community, um, and that is where, like, one of my first, I guess, personas really popped up, um, and then I moved, like, I moved around a little bit to kick, and then settled on Amino, which is where it kind of, like, my, I don't really, I guess, like, my, my furry social life kind of really exploded mm-hmm. on there. Because I joined a bunch of furry minos, um, and even, like, some really little ones where I met most of my friends, um, including, like, Rezzy and Soul, um, my friends, like, our mutual friends, like, Rezzy and I as mutual friends. We all just kind of met on there, and that's where a lot of, like, my, I guess that's, like, where all of it really centered, because that's where I was yeah. posting art most of the time, that's where I was communicating most of the time. Oh! Oh no! Oh, did did we lose Ray? I, I did. think we lost Ray. Oh, oh, oh! Okay. I think he's coming back. Let's see. Oh, sorry. Um. Oh my gosh! I am so sorry about that. Bye. Okay, just keep rolling with it. <laughs> um. Anyways, so that's where most of my, like, I posted my art there. I met most of my friends there, and I since I had, I've been on there for. How long have we known each other, Rezzy? At least four years. Okay, so I've been on for four years. Yeah, for four years. Um, that was really, really fun. And as a kid, it, it it really, I don't know. It was pretty interesting because I hadn't really had a lot of, like, interaction with adults on there. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, the moderators, um... And I'd say the experience was, it was pretty nice just because like I had a lot of friends on there and it was like finally a community where I felt like I, I belonged. Yeah, that's awesome. See, Instagram definitely was that for me because I know that I did talk to some people on there, but I feel like I definitely missed out on your experience again, just because I didn't have internet a majority of my upbringing and when I did have it, I was on Instagram. So, yeah. All right. Um, I kind of have a follow-up question, if I can ask one of my questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because Ray already mentioned Amino, I actually wanted to go a little more in-depth with Ray specifically because you mm-hmm. experienced Amino. Um, how do you feel Amino was as an experience and a place for minors in the community? Ooh, that's kind of a difficult question. Yeah. Because, like, Amino is full of minors, but there's also, like, you know, adults that go there, too, to interact with other adults, and it can... It's a little bit weird when, um, like, if... Since Amino is full of, like, super, super young kids, mostly, um, it can get weird when it's, like, Adults trying to find other adults to connect with, and it's full of children, and especially, like, as a child yourself, but there are, like, I feel like for, for like, young kids, um, or, like, young teens, it could be a really, really nice place to find other people that, like, you, if, because, I mean, I'll, sorry if I'm, I'm all over the place. Oh, you're um, fine. <laughs> Amino was a really cool place for me to figure out, like, what communities I really was interested in, and it really helped, in, like, the most cliche way, it really helped me find myself and, like, figure out what communities I really wanted to be a part of, because 
there's so much diversity in like communities and fandoms on Amino. So I was in a bunch of different Aminos and even ones that I really wasn't a part of the fandom and that got me into the fan like into the fandom even more like Fallout 4, um, mm-hmm. Skyrim and stuff like that. And it was really, really cool to be able to talk with people my age about things that I was really passionate about that I didn't know a lot of other people were passionate about. Especially like when you're young and you don't really like you can't really talk to a lot of other people because your peers might be interested in more mainstream things that mm-hmm. people their age like when I was that age Fortnite was really really popular and I did not like Fortnite at all so yeah. being able to find a community of furries or people that wanted to talk about Fallout was really really relieving to me at that age All right, well, that's good. So, yeah, I dipped my toes in Amino a little bit, and it it was definitely filled with mostly minors. Mm-hmm. And that brings its own set of challenges and everything because people can be yeah. so immature when they're that young. Uh, and that's when, like, a good mod staff comes into play. Um, <laughs> right. Uh... <laughs> But I guess Ray not necessarily because you had Amino. Well, I guess Amino was a good example of an online portion, but mm-hmm. you guys, I know, also interacted uh, IRL in the furry community. Uh, when you guys did that, or even online, did you ever feel left out or unsafe or anything um, like that? I I wouldn't say left out because I personally... I'm not one to, like, want to talk to a ton of people. You know, I want to have my set friend group. I want to chat with them. And then, of course, like, if someone approaches me, I'll say hi and I'll be cordial. But I'm not one who wants to talk to 40 different people every day, even in person, you know, things like that. Um, so it was definitely interesting. I I will say that there have been times where I have felt unsafe purely because as... As a, a young woman in the community, especially having some, I, I don't want to just generalize it as older men, because it's definitely not. Just older people in general approach me hasn't always felt the safest. And I know that's it's terrible, again, to generalize older men in that sense. But for me personally, I've always felt more comfortable with women in the sense that like, if a woman approached me and was like, oh, hey, do you do you need help? Do you need this? I would feel personally much more comfortable talking to her about it. But there have definitely been times that I have felt unsafe, especially at conventions and things like that. But as, as a minor putting myself in that situation, I also understood that it is also, in a way, my job to remove myself. So... I definitely tried to stay with my friends or with my chaperone and things like that just to ensure that I didn't feel that way often. That's another thing that I feel like we are really similar about. Um, I really, I'm an introvert and I'm a really, really shy, anxious person just in general. So I prefer to stick with my small friend group than to like mingle and talk with a bunch of random people that I have no connection to. Um, I feel like with you and like the you feel more comfortable around women thing, mm-hmm. I feel like that's because 
I I'm female, so yeah. I have like the I have got the same experiences, and other women might have the same experiences mm-hmm. that I had. Um, so I feel more comfortable with them because they know how to help. Like they mm-hmm. might not know exactly how to help, but they know what to do to yes. make me more comfortable in that situation. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that I kind of latched onto Rezzy a little bit. Um, she <laughs> really helped me with, like, it's kind of weird because, like, most of our, like, conversations don't really have to do with us being, like, born female, mm-hmm. but I feel like one of the reasons that I kind of latched onto her more than anyone else in the fandom was just because she was, um, like, a few years older than me, she was female, she, I, in my, I guess in my little young mind, I felt, I felt like she knew what to do, yeah. so she could help me out, I guess, and especially with, like, MFF, I didn't really leave a lot of my friends' side at all that convention, mm-hmm. um, I didn't, I don't think I've ever, like, felt really unsafe, but that, again, that is probably because I never really left my friends' sides, because I'm just, a really shy introverted person mm-hmm. except and... for their crazy roommate yes <laughs> oh my gosh except for the crazy roommate um and just to this one more time again real quick um going back on me feeling more unsafe with men i do want to put out there as well it's not just me assuming things or things like that um i personally have had more bad experiences with men or people who identify as male so that is my reasoning on that. I do not want that to come across wrong or anything like that. But again, that's me. I don't hate anyone, you know. Nope. It, I, that's same with, with me with her. Yeah. That's a totally fair statement, you know. And Ray knows this. Um, Zylo knows this a lot as well. I was so afraid to even like talk to Ray <laughs> at the beginning because like. I think I was, like, 23 when uh, Zylo introduced me to her, and I'm like, she's, like, 15, and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a 23-year-old man, and that's going to look so wrong, I don't (laughs) even want to touch it. Uh Uh-huh. No, I get that. And I guess a big thing is, too, is if you are in Soul's position, is definitely be aware of all your situations, be aware of how you may be coming off and things like that. Um... And yeah, just really awareness is key to prevent those bad situations from coming up. I just want to say, <laughs> Soul, I have like never felt anything, same, but like same, same. A, to me, in the fandom, it felt like you were like a fatherly figure, yes. like trying to like ward off all of the creepy old dudes and mm-hmm. like all the like. Another thing, I have felt like nothing but safe around Zylo and Soul, just in the like entire yeah five mm-hmm. years that i've known them it's just been nothing but like kindness from exactly them. and it's the same way for me as well i've never felt uncomfortable or anything like that it's always been a great time so that's good i'm i'm glad to hear that i haven't been one of those people <laughs> no nope. definitely not no um while you guys were at cons uh specifically was there any point like you felt left out because you were a minor? Like I know, I, I think like after what like eight or nine o'clock, things normally start to turn to like kind of the after dark hours, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like the eighteen plus panels that aren't even necessarily adult. They're just like yeah. 
Um, yeah. like uh, whose line? Anyways, Frozen. that one is I think an eighteen plus panel or their charity one might be. Anyways. Yep. Now, um, I don't think that I ever necessarily felt left out. Once again, being that like shy introvert child, I was kind of like, okay, like that's enough interaction for the day, you know. Um, and I definitely did understand that there were certain spaces that, as a child, I shouldn't be in. And so I never, I never really felt left out. Again, I wasn't someone who wanted to go to like the like under eighteen meet and greets just because I, I had my friend group. I didn't really want to go talk to a bunch of other people, but. Again, that's that's my perspective on things. With me, um, the first convention that I went to, I was 17. And all of my friends there were, like, 18 and above. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember there were, like, some spaces that I wish I had gone to. Like, I wish I could have gone to the Pepper and... Foxes and Pepper Fox, Yeah, I yeah. drew yeah. a blank. I wish I could have gone to that concert, but at the same time... I totally understand like that there are some places that are not meant for minors and I might make I might make people uncomfortable or I might get uncomfortable and yeah. I totally understood like okay I'll just wait I'm fine with waiting like this is not for me and that's totally mm-hmm. okay. No that's that's a good way to look at it too. Yep. And yeah that's it's both about uh you and everybody else being comfortable and also liability for the convention itself yeah. so Definitely. <laughs> um, and then, so what changed after you guys turned 18? What, uh, did any of your um, views change? Did your experiences change? Or did it just kind of like, hey, this is a thing now? I I want to say that it changed, yet it kind of didn't, you know? Um, definitely, I am in some not safe for work or 18 plus spaces now. I do different photography and things like that that is definitely not for minors but at the same time past that and past being able to go to like motor city for con because that is an 18 and up con um really past that not a ton has changed you know i have gone to like one of my favorite panels that i have ever attended was an 18 up panel and it was um live nude drawings you know figure drawings and though that wasn't specifically like a furry panel and things like that being able to attend things like that at conventions has been a blessing for me because i really do deeply enjoy figure drawing and things like that um but really not not a super ton has changed you know like now i am going to some panels that i couldn't previously go to but it's not something that i was really like looking forward to or sad that i couldn't go to previously it's just kind of like well this is a thing i can do now you know it's it's not really different for me. Mm-hmm. For me, I can relate to that. I have not been to any convention since I've turned 18 because... Yeah, thanks, 2020. COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, MFF. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I wish I could have gone to MCFC too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, one thing that I have noticed has changed is people that I have not talked to or at least not talk to in a really long time, are suddenly extremely, extremely oh. way too comfortable with me. Mm. Um, because I am an 18-plus artist. Yeah. Um, so I've learned some things about my friends, and it's like, it's whatever. Because yeah. um, like, that's just 
how it is. Um, mm-hmm. And, but the only really difference that I've had, though, is, like I said, people that I've never spoken to or haven't spoken to in a long time being way too comfortable with me all of a sudden. Yeah. Or just me joining uh, 18 plus chats to be able mm-hmm. to, like, share my 18 plus art and just talk about, you know, random yeah. things. I mean, it's really... Oh, and of course, um, 18 plus photography is another thing. (laughs) It's um, something that it's really cool because like, I never knew that this giant community existed, like as big as it was Mm -hmm. until I turned 18. I had no idea that there was like such a large demand and community and just like a lot of people in this area of the fandom and I think it's really cool how like some places have like opened up and I had no idea that they existed until I turned 18. And Um, I think that's that's a really good point and that is I never knew such a large community of it existed and definitely it has impacted me in many ways you know which I'm forever grateful for definitely like body positivity confidence things like that oh Um, definitely it's the same (laughs) and it's really just a huge form of self-expression for me personally you know and I I assume it's like that for everyone else because everyone else always seems so positive and so happy when they do it um and I guess another thing too that I wanted to mention on about Rain's story is one thing that I dislike about the fandom is a lot of people are under the idea that as soon as someone turns 18, they want to be in 18 plus spaces. I know, of course, Rain, you do do 18 plus artwork, so that does put yeah. you in that space. But at the same time, I personally have had people go, oh, you're 18 now? Look at this. And it's like, uh, that's not really what I'm here for, you know? And so a big thing on that yeah. is just... Like, still be aware that even though someone is a quote-unquote adult, that doesn't mean they want adult content and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, even before I was 18, I had someone send me 18 plus art oh. um, without even asking me. Ooh. Oh. Uh-oh. No! What happened? Lost Rezzy. Zylo. Oh, we lost Zylo? Let's see. Uh, um... I'm sure they'll hop back on. Yeah, you can continue, Ray. Okay. Um, I had someone send me... Um, oh, yay! Welcome back! Silo! You made it. I had someone send me 18 plus art um, under the impression, since I have been an artist since I was roughly like 15-ish, mm-hmm. and I have been taking commissions since I was really like young, mm-hmm. and I am like state publicly hey my commissions are open i'll draw but i also have my age in my bio of everything so people know Mm -hmm. or at least people knew hey i'm still a minor like don't be creepy and don't send me gross stuff except some people really block out the minor part and only focus on the oh your commissions are open here let me send you a bunch of 18 plus art that i want you to draw and i'll be like oh you i'm so sorry i'm a minor i don't do that Mm -hmm. um Please don't just send me 18 plus art yeah. without me like stating please send me it um and that's a so that that's was... a big thing for me as well like even though i am 20 i'm an adult i am in some adult spaces at the same time for example with my um costume artwork or just doing like badges in general i have it specific in my tos and i always tell people if you're gonna send me a ref sheet 
I want it to be safe for work. You know, if you have to crop it, scribble some stuff out, I don't really care. But a lot of people also seem to like breeze over that one. And yeah, I guess a big thing is that has changed is even though I'm an adult, it doesn't mean I always want to see all that stuff. So definitely consent in general is important regardless. Of yes, it is. Yeah. Definitely though, if you're a minor, don't send that at all. No. Always yeah. ask for consent. And so this slides kind of real nice into one of our other questions here. Kind of a controversial one. Uh-huh. How do you think minors should fit into the community? I know there's people um, out there that say minors allowed, and there's people out there that are like, the community should be completely SFW, and there's people on the opposite <laughs> side of the spectrum that say, no minors, this is adult, adult space, you don't belong. I kind of want to just rephrase that a little bit because what you're saying is still correct but i think that a better way to word it is do you think minors should be included with adults like do you think all age inclusive chats should be a thing do you think minors should be have their own separation in the community like the raptor masks aminos stuff like that like hmm. well i mean that that was a next question but yes um i i'm really kind of all over on that question in in following um xylo's question and in a way i want to say yes have all age inclusive chats but at the same time it's incredibly difficult because as someone who has been in those chats before as a minor i have had adults pm me so that is definitely one thing that it's like eh, like and it's incredibly hard to quote-unquote gatekeep certain aspects of the community. And so, in a way, I want to say, yes, have all age-inclusive chats. But at the same time, maybe be like, okay, but like, once you're, I don't know, 22, you know, don't interact as much. I don't know, you know, that was just a rough example. But just because as a minor, I never felt comfortable talking to again, not to generalize people, but people like over 40, you know, things like that. I always felt like, ah, like, of course, you're still a person, you know, I respect you on all levels of being a person and an individual, you can do what you want. But at the same time, it's really tricky because minors do obviously play a large part in the community, you know, like, I was a minor in the community, Rain was, I'm sure at one point, most people were. So there definitely needs to be spaces for minors, but I think at the same time, we all need to work truly really hard to keep minors out of specific spaces as well as make sure people aren't abusing the spaces that are open to all ages because it does happen. As sad as it is, it's happened to me personally. I'm sure it has happened to other people. Um, and I think, again, it's just... It's a really tough spot. Mm -hmm. <coughs> oh, sorry. Uh, just to interject something here real quick. Uh, like, I run a fairly large Great Lakes area, or help run a fairly large yeah. Great Lakes area chat, all age inclusive, uh, along mm -hmm. with Zylo. Um, please, please, for the love of whatever deity spaghetti monster you worship, <laughs> uh, if anything like that happens tell a mom yes. and we can step in and deal with the situation we don't mm -hmm. nobody wants things like that happening in a chat so no and and that that is the biggest thing is these spaces can definitely exist it's just 
the key factor in it is a good moderation and b people speaking up when people are doing what they're not supposed to be doing because that's it's the only way that those spaces can stay safe mm-hmm. for me um personally i think it would be a little bit tricky to have like an area just for minors because i feel like mm-hmm. that would allow a lot of adults who intend to abuse that area a direct access yes. to an area like that which that is very true and especially with online of... platforms i feel yes. like yes. if you were in person like oh minors meet and greet it'd be kind of obvious if like an adult yeah. walked in you know it's not a, yeah. a short little little kid running in you know yep. but yeah. definitely it's the online aspect that is hard and then like one thing like you can check if somebody's over 18 like for our nsfw chat we have to have a form of id for mm-hmm. entry uh, That's there's thing. not really a i am a minor id there's not like a yeah. this says i'm under 18 thing yeah someone could just be like oh yeah i'm a kid you know yeah and totally they're like, Prove it. and they're like i don't know you know um another thing is i feel like the community like the furry community should be safe for work like publicly and there should be if you want something not safe for work it should be in a different area from all of the safe for work stuff Mm, and definitely it needs barriers to entry yes like for me um in my uh discord i have a not safe for work tag um except in order to get in i need to either like know you personally and know that you're an adult like how resi and soul are Sorry, Resident Soul. You're not you're not 16 anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, any other person that joins, if they ask, "Hey, I'd like the grown-up um, role so I can get in," I say, "All right. Well, I'm going to need um, some sort of ID to know yeah. that you are 18 and up." Because mm-hmm. I don't. There are some things that, like when I was younger, I wish some people would have protected me yes. from not safe for work chats. It's a whole different story. But I want to be able to be that person for other kids mm. that, like, really don't belong in certain areas. I want to make sure that they're safe and, like, mentally and physically. And I want to make sure that everything's, like, okay and that they're not in certain chats with certain people. Yeah. And I know my Discord is the exact same way. You have to send me a photo of your ID so I know that you're an adult before you can get into those spaces. And I feel like that's very important. Uh, I hate to interrupt, but I'm going to have to uh, get out of here. Uh, oh, no. Puppy emergency. Oh, no. No oh, worries puppy. at all. Always come back if you can. It was nice talking to you. Sorry. Bye, no, guys. No problem. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, one extreme or the other is never the answer. It's normally yeah. something in between. Uh, you know... A good compromise is one where neither party is happy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's there's got to be spaces for both, and there can be spaces for all. Like mm-hmm. conventions are a great example. Like outside of the eighteen plus cons, like MCFC is a popular yeah. one. Um, they're all age inclusive, and that's totally fine. They yeah. Normally, I'd never hear anything bad about things mm-hmm. happening there. You're, you're completely right. Oh, another thing with conventions, um, MFF, specifically one thing that I noticed that I thought was really, really cool is badges. Um, mm-hmm. 
depending on if you're a minor or an adult, it will like actually show like minor on it and it will like have like a minor watermark. And I thought that was really, really cool. It's just like a subtle way to tell people, hey, this is a kid, like, yeah, don't be creepy and like keep this kid out of mm-hmm. certain yeah. spaces. I'm sure most and... large conventions do that. Yeah. Yep. I don't I know, really think that's sure, like... but that's a really, really cool idea and I really yeah. like that idea. Yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, it that's kinda like a good secondary use of it, but the main part of it is for staff. So staff can mm-hmm. instantly identify this person yep. as a minor. And especially going into eighteen plus pi- panels and things yep. like oh, that. Yeah. And I know um one thing that has always like of course I am I am a person that always quote unquote like follows the rules. I'm never gonna swap my badge with someone if I were a minor, but I know oh, some panels definitely. as well to prevent that even further is they require your actual ID, which yep. I think is also very good because like yeah. as soon as we started talking about the badges, I was like, Oh, but what if someone switches them? But most conventions do also require to see your ID, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Me too. That's a really good thing because I have met a few children in the community who are way too set on growing up too fast and they just want to get into the adult spaces or the adult side of the fandom now. And I'm like, slow down, Mm -hmm. take your time. You don't have to do all that. You're just a kid. Like, calm down. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Like, there's so much more to the community than just the NSFW portion, but at the same time, it is a decent part of the community. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. all of the community, but it's a, I'd say, a fairly popular part of it. It is. And I, I can understand people wanting to be a part of that, but at the same time, there's laws, there's ethics, there's so many issues that just need to be taken care of before somebody can enter those spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like I said, there are some things like I wish some people protected me when I was a minor and yeah. kind of like helped me out a little bit more. And I'm really glad that now it seems like there's more of an ability to do so. And like mm-hmm. with, um, with soul and Rezzy, uh, they kind of in the fandom because they were like a couple years older than me. Um, yeah. They always like really helped me out with. Um, uh, I don't know how to put this. Like transitioning me yeah. from the safe for work side to the not safe for work side. Like, because there were some chats that um, a lot of my adult friends were in that I, of course, wasn't allowed to be in. And mm-hmm. it was really nice to have, like, kind of, like, a slow, like, okay, this is what you're getting into, this is how it is, and yeah. all that stuff, instead of just me finding out for myself, plopping myself right in the middle of the not-safe-for-work side, and, you know, yeah, struggling. <laughs> right, and I, I've definitely had friends do that for me as well. Um, I have one of my friends, Jamie, she is amazing, and though... Though she isn't extremely active in the furry community, she has definitely helped me transition into those adult spaces and things like that, and making sure that I'm safe, and all of my friends have thankfully always made sure that I'm safe and things like that, which I will forever be grateful for, because those people are amazing, you know? Yes, same, same. Yep, and 
I I got into like the actual community uh, mm-hmm. way after I was 18. I think I was yeah. probably 20 or 21 by the time I okay. actually started the community. So I never got that like experience being a minor or that transition mm-hmm. period or anything like that. It was just like plop here's nsfw yeah. and that was that <laughs> was, was that was, was pretty much it because essentially my first real big experience in the community was joining a 18 plus telegram chat mm-hmm. a, a michigan first telegram chat and i yeah it was great i loved it but now i was also always afraid of sfw chats just because like I have to filter myself, I have to be careful what I say, and I need to not get in trouble, but I've gotten more used to that now, so it doesn't bother me much. I'm always worried that I'm going to slip up and accidentally send my art to the wrong chat and then get banned and everyone hate me, but I think I'm just paranoid. Oh, Oh, I am 100% the same way. We're we're all the same exact way. Like, I'd, I'd be lying if I said... Every time I went to go forward a photo somewhere, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. crap, which chat did that go to? <laughs> See, my biggest thing is I'm always like, what if I'm showing someone a photo on my phone? I'm like, hey, grandma, look at this. And then she actually like swipes and it's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. so. But, oh, no. We lost rain. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh. she's coming back. Oh, sorry about that again. I no, don't... no worries. And Discord is finicky. Yeah. yeah. But no, definitely. I'm I'm always extremely paranoid that like I am I am by no means a bad person. I obviously don't do any bad things, mm-hmm. you know, but like I'm always extremely paranoid that I'm gonna slip up and like send something where it shouldn't be or anything like that. And I know it's truly just paranoia, but I'm like, oh, I would like there would really be no no really bad things that would per se happen to me, but I would mentally beat myself up if something bad happened oh yeah yeah yep. one of the things that i'm terrified of is um sometimes i for all of my not safe for work stuff like mm-hmm. art and things like that i use my ipad which yeah. is like password protected and i keep it in my room at all times yeah i'm sometimes i have to download some of my <coughs> artwork to my phone yeah to transfer it to between like different chats and stuff mm-hmm. i'm so worried that i'm going to like show my little sister yes. a meme and that she's uh, gonna swipe and see something that i'm like oh my god or my parents or just anyone i'm just mm-hmm. like oh you didn't need to learn about this side of me yet right and see i'm i'm extremely blessed in the fact that like my mom does know that i do nsfw photography and things like that and she fully supports me with everything and so mom if you're watching i love you i told her about my twitch and so she (laughs) she might be on here um my mom is a godsend but regardless like even though she does know about things like that again i'm always just petrified that i'm accidentally gonna be sending someone the wrong thing or things like that and it's my biggest thing yeah especially since i do um 18 plus commissions i'm Mm -hmm. terrified that i'm going to go to send the finished product to a client and then oops i just sent it to this random really sweet young like person yeah yeah and i'm just like oh my god i just discard them for life Uh i needed to see this no i'm the same way (laughs) thank god telegram has a delete button oh it does oh my gosh yes um and i guess here's a good question that i didn't think of beforehand yeah um parents how did you guys go about telling your parents or how did they find out and Uh, how do they feel 
Like well, both when you were minor yeah. and now, if they, if their opinions have changed. See, once again, my so my parents are divorced. Just to preface that one, um, my mom is truly the best parent and friend I could ever ask for. In the sense that she helped me build my first fursuit. You know, it was my grandma who got me my first sewing machine that I still have now. Um, and it just my mom took me to a lot of my first conventions and she always had a great time which i find amazing um she's always been extremely supportive of just the hobby side of it as well as now my business and things like that um of course my entire family knows which i'm incredibly grateful that they support me um but yeah no my mom has been to a lot of conventions with me and she still wants to go to conventions like if Motor City for Con had happened this year, she's like, oh, Sam, I want to come by and watch your panel and things like that. So I am forever grateful for her support. And um, it's been a little bit different with my dad and his side of the family. He still doesn't fully understand my business. And <laughs> not to get into the Debbie Downer side of things, but he still always tells me, oh, Sam, are you going to apply for internships? Are you going to do this, do oh. that? Are you going to adult properly? Yeah, and I'm like, Dad, like, I I own my own business. I am thankfully successful enough to where I can have my own apartment, you know? I, I do all this stuff for myself, and so I get both sides of the coin of the, the support from my mom, but then the pessimism from my dad, and it's definitely tough. Um, I don't tell a lot of my family about my NSFW side of artwork, really only my mom, and like, my cousin knows, you know, um, so there's definitely parts of it that I am keeping to myself. And truthfully, I wouldn't really have any shame if they found out, but it's more so just saving myself from that backlash, if that makes sense. So I guess one of my biggest things has always been if people don't need to know, maybe don't tell them, you know, but yeah, that's, that's definitely my thing. thing. Mm -hmm. um, with me, my parents have been nothing but supportive. Like, Good. super, super, super supportive. It's been really nice to have them by my side. In fact, like, mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm like $30 away from being able to start paying off this. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. okay. And then my dad will put $30 in my account and be like, there you yes, go. I love that. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And um, another thing with art, um, since I turned 18, I'm like immediately jumped into being able to do not safe for work art. And mm -hmm. I've been doing that and my parents are both so supportive they're like you're making yeah. money your own way and the only thing that they don't really know about um is the photography side yeah which again like you said if it's not important they don't need to know i don't yeah. think they would want to know it's yeah same like exactly my parents, that. they don't see what i draw all they know is it's not safe mm -hmm. for work and they don't want to see it they're yeah. just like you just make your money your own way just yep. don't bring us into it. And see, and... I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> and I know, like, my grandma is the same way in the sense that, like, so my grandma, to preface this, is the sweetest woman. She's 83. She plays the piano. She still teaches piano. She's literally amazing. Um, and so it's so cute because she carries around my business cards in her purse. And so she shows everyone she meets. And so she's like, oh, yeah, Sam, I gave one to my physical therapist. And I'm like, oh, Graham, I love her. <laughs> she's literally so amazing. I don't know if you guys saw the video of her playing the piano that went kind of viral on Twitter. If I'm yeah. to send it to you guys. But she is like, 
I love that woman. She she basically raised me with my mother. Um, and she's just amazing. So I love the supportive family. It always like makes me want to cry. You know, they're all so sweet. But I'm so glad that Rain, you've got the the same side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But- and um, with my extended family, every single year for Halloween, I go yep. you know, in fursuit. So they all know about it. And my on my dad, my mom's side is so so sweet and supportive, uh-huh. and especially the kids, because a lot of that side is like little kids from ages yes. like five to seven. So they're all just they all love it because it's a giant cat. Yes, like, who wouldn't love it? And um, my my dad's side, there has only been like one incident where my dad was like just the sweetest person. Um my one of my aunts said so i heard that your daughter is like a furry and my dad was like oh Mm -hmm. yeah she is it's like part of her job and she was like she still does that at her age that's like so gross why would she do that and my dad Mm -hmm. was just like there's nothing wrong with it all she does is dress up and do art like there's nothing wrong with it like why do you think there's a problem with it Mm -hmm. and i just I love my dad. I love yes. both my parents so much. They're great. The big thing is combating those like bad opinions. I know when I started being a furry, um, it, it sucks. But one of the things that my stepdad had told me is he's like, "Oh, you're not going to be doing this when you're an adult." And I'm like, "Ha ha, here <laughs> I am now." Um, but like, and then I know when I first started making costumes and things like that, my aunt and my uncle contacted my mom, and they're like, "Oh, you know what Samantha's doing, right?" My mom's like yeah she's she's making costumes you know she's having fun (laughs) she's expressing herself and so it's always a big thing of you know combating the the bad side of family's opinions and things like that and the biggest thing is just know if you're not hurting anyone else you're not hurting yourself then exactly you're not doing anything you know that's that wrong and be who you are you know be happy with who you are yeah that's that's great that you both get the you know supportive family side of it it's mm-hmm. so great to see that uh i have very much the opposite unfortunately oh. Oh. makes uh, me sad yeah my my dad has known for like gosh i think four or five years now and he's mm-hmm. still has not mentioned a word about it has not yeah. said a single oh. thing Mm-mm. and then my mom still just treats it like why do you do this and whenever I mention anything uh, yeah. furry related, like, I'm going to go to this thing, be safe, use protection, don't do drugs. Oh, and it's no. like, oh, God, no, that's not even close. No. <laughs> no. It's, uh, and see, uh, that's that's one of the times where, like, I would just keep that sealed, you know, self-preservation. Yeah. But that sucks. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. But, I, you know, I back when I used to live oh. with my parents and I was going to a con for a weekend, I couldn't just uh-huh. be like, hey i'm going by i had to be yeah. like i'm going no, through this thing yeah <sighs> see uh when my parents um for my mom my dad was totally fine with me going to mff my mom mm-hmm. was really really worried because i would be two states away yeah um in this giant convention mm-hmm. um basically everything she, she was just really really paranoid that i wasn't yeah. going to be safe or something was going to happen just because she's my mom mm-hmm. but this has been like since she has met Soul and Rezzy, and yeah. she is like, she trusts them because I had gone to their house so many times, and mm-hmm. like, they have been my closest friends 
for so yeah. long and she I told them like oh my gosh guess what Rezzy said or oh my gosh guess what mm-hmm. Sol did and she's it's like she met them through me telling the her same way. about them yeah, yeah yes, and like I, we've we've seen them at the meets that I host over at the roller rink too so mm-hmm. And my, my morbid humor kicks in. If Sol and Rezzy wanted to kidnap you, Rain, they would have done it long ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not going to do yeah. an MFF in Chicago, so. That's what my parents actually have said to me, too. Like, we trust yep. them. It's fine. Like, I, my mom actually, she finally is like, okay, I trust you. I trust yeah. them. You can go to MFF. I'm so glad she did. That was, like, the best weekend I've Aww. ever had. And it was really fun. My mom texted me, like, good morning, good night. How are you? Mm-hmm. How's the con? How yep, much my money do you have? Have you been eating? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and especially, like, the eating thing, because I already have such a hard time, like, remembering to eat. So oh, at yeah. the con, she's, like, texting me, like, did you That's eat so yet? And I'm like, sweet. oh, we're going to this restaurant. Don't worry. And she's like, okay, do you have enough money? And I'm like, Aww. I can't I put aside money. Yep. It was really, really sweet. I love that so much. I know my mom is the exact same way. Um, <laughs> I, I put it partly because I'm an only child, but also it's my mom and I know how much she loves me. But my mom is always the same way. She's like, are you eating? Do you, do you want me to like, <laughs> it was so sweet. But my first MFF, <laughs> or prefaceless, she had taken me to two MFFs. And so the first one when I was going by myself, so my third mff um she she bought like a bunch of water bottles and like granola bars and stuff and she's like you're gonna eat and it was just it was so sweet so parents can really just be a blessing in that sense really yes definitely oh my gosh give me one moment please yeah no no worries i'm the same way um for those who don't know i'm getting over an awful sinus infection so i've got the the mucusy goodness going on i know we're all getting the the funk yeah. That that like beginning winter cold. Oh yeah. Happens all the time. Yep. It's the first snow of my town. Mm-hmm. Well, eh, not quite the first, not, but yeah, it's the first in a while. So yeah. Everything's just coming back and it's mm-hmm. oh allergies and everything are always mm-hmm. terrible. And... Yeah, it it went from like fifty five yesterday to now it's nineteen out there and it's like, oh yeah. my god. I mean the good thing about being a furry is we can be really, really warm in the winter. Oh we yes. <laughs> And I, I was wearing just one paw, and I had to take it off because my hand was sweating, and I was like, oh. Sometimes um, I will use my <coughs> paws as slippers just to go outside oh, yeah. and take my dog out. Just, I mean, they're easy to slip on and off, and they're yeah. so warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fursuits and their many benefits. Yes. Um... I think we're gonna call it here though. We're a little bit past an hour, so yeah, uh, it's been a All great right. podcast, awesome. and it was wonderful having both of you on here. Yes, of um, course. Is there anything you guys want to plug in here real quick before um, we finish? Yeah, you can find all of my artwork at cosmocosplay.com. I'm going to be looking to open up. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Fursuit commissions sometime in the spring of next year. I'm almost always open for badge commissions or digital artwork, so yeah, always hit me up. I am Rainbow Cat, spelled with an E instead of an I, on basically everything, um, except for Twitch. There's an underscore between Rainbow mm-hmm. and Cat, because I'd forgotten the password to my other one. Oh, no! <laughs> but like on Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, everything, it's just Rainbow Cat. Yeah, and I am also everything. It's just Cosmo Cosplay, so C-O-S-M-E-L-L-C-O-S-P-L-A-Y. 
but yeah, everything, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, I'm there. Yep, and uh, I'll throw links to all you guys' stuff down in the podcast description below. So. Awesome, thank you. Everyone yeah, thank you so much for having us. We all need to chat more for sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it was a pleasure having you guys on, and thank you all for cool. listening, and have a good day. Yes. And Merry Christmas and, and Happy Holidays. Yes, Merry of course. Christmas. Bye. And Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Yes, whatever you celebrate, <laughs> yep. have a good time. So, And thank you so much for everyone who joined the Twitch. So, yeah. Well, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.